0: This podcast contains material of an adult nature. It's not safe for work or appropriate for children under the age of 18. If you're offended by mature content, please stop listening now. The stories included in this podcast are not checked for factual content and are for entertainment purposes only. It's secondhand story time. Hello, and welcome to episode number 81 of Secondhand Storytime, the show where we tell stories we heard from someone else. I'm your host, Will Kissler, and pardon my voice, I've been a little bit under the weather this week, but I'm happy to bring you a show anyway. This week I have St. Mort on with a story about uh, one of his predecessors at his high school doing something that could have potentially got him in a lot of trouble. Here's St. Mort with the story of the Revenge Essay. Please enjoy. All right, and welcome back. And I'm happy to be joined by my good friend, uh, Saint Mort. So, uh, Saint, uh, please say hello. Hello. Uh, And, uh, you're, you're one of my friends from the internet who I have had the good fortune to meet this weekend in real life. So. Yeah, my apologies to, so. No, no apology (laughs) necessary, sir. I'm, I'm happy to meet you and happy to have you on the show. Well, thank you. So I'm, uh, I hear you have a secondhand story for us. Yes, I do. Excellent. Well, uh, you know the gist of the uh, the show. It's uh, something that you haven't seen or haven't witnessed yourself.
1: So whenever you're ready, go ahead and jump in. All right. So if you went to high school like most people did, you uh, had standardized tests. Yes. Uh, you've had to deal with standardized tests. Everyone has. Um, and there was this story circulating the school about this kid named Andrew who happened to be a friend of mine. Um, but he graduated about four or five years before me. And, and there was this story about how this kid wrote this amazing SAT thing, like before Columbine, I have to throw that out there. This was before Columbine where this SAT, this standardized test thing about how he was going to track down the people who put together standardized tests and get vengeance on them one day and signed it in blood and and, you know, he got the highest grade in the entire school for for his essay. And I was like, I know this kid. This guy's like a youth leader at my church. Like this <laughs> this can't be the so, truth. So this is probably a
0: little more violent than he's he's perceived to be by you.
1: Yeah. I was like, there's no way that this is true. Um, but it, it's literally like a, a story that has been told to me by multiple people and you know i have four younger siblings who all hear these stories and ask me about andrew and eventually i asked him what the true story was because curiosity had gotten the best of me like this just didn't seem like a very andrew thing. um and in just true fashion of the way things get blown out of proportion uh he said that he went to his homeroom class, was in which was in the TV studio, uh, which I was also a part of. And his first two classes of the day were his uh, TV production class and his creative writing class, which were his two favorite classes of the year. And for an entire week and a half, he wasn't able to go to them because those were the two days that they were being forced to do these standardized tests. Okay. Um, so... He wrote a paper about how he was frustrated that he was missing his favorite classes for something that he didn't (laughs) think was really all that great in the first place. Okay, and it sounds like he wrote this paper, but maybe he didn't, like, threaten murder. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. In, In his words. And then I asked him about the signing his name in blood aspect, and he said, I cut my finger and kind of wiped a little bit of it off on (laughs) on a sheet of paper he's like i don't even think it was the actual piece of paper that i wrote the answer on but wow (laughs) i just think it's kind of cool how like clearly whatever people have been saying there is no true real valid truth to it and it just Mm -hmm. kind of turned into like a little local legend in some way no i totally understand that um I don't know if you had these. Uh, when I was in high school, we
0: had, uh, it was like TI-83 calculators. Yeah. Um, so graphing graphing calculators, you could do basic uh, computer programs on them. Well, you pretty things. much just use them to
1: play Tetris instead of paying attention
0: to math and science, was yeah. what I use them for.
1: And uh, I guess the year
0: after Columbine, there was a rumor that two or three kids got caught for putting death lists, like, I'm going to kill this person, lists on their calculators. And the weird thing was, it wasn't their calculators, it was like a calculator that the class owned that lent to them. So so that could have been anybody. Like, you, you show up to class, uh, you know, two of the day, yeah. and you pick up calculator four, and there's like six other people that pick up calculator four. Yeah. But um, this is that why I don't believe it. it's true, is that the rumor was, it was like, Trevor S.'s murder list <laughs> written on calculator four. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it just, it didn't seem real. Yeah. And, you know, Trevor S. never really got expelled or anything.
1: Well, and it's funny having, knowing people who are, especially like the pre-Columbine people. I remember my, a lot of my friends had graduated well before the whole Columbine situation. And they I said like, you know, the first day of class when you're a freshman, you're going through like the, the handbook and it's like, you know, don't bring guns and tasers and stuff to school. And like. You know, pre-Combine is just like, that's so f- Who would bring the... the- <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, wow. Anyway, that's a good story. Thank you. Thank you, uh, thank you for sharing that.
1: No problem. Before we
0: wrap up the show today, uh, I was talking with my buddy Nathan uh, last week when we were recording the show, and he had something interesting to say about one of our older stories. Longtime listeners will remember our third episode, The Birthday Story. Here's a recent development from Nate,
2: okay, so I was in the I was in the car. we were driving back from lunch with a bunch of guys from from work and um, one of the uh, one of our student workers uh, travis he uh we're we're telling like really gross stories right and uh, Travis goes, "Hey, um this thing happened to a roommate of mine um, he he says you know, it happened to him his first year at college and um he proceeds to tell the It's My Birthday story, which I, I believe that's that's what uh, got you started on this, right? Yeah,
0: that's. Uh, I had two or three stories that I thought were really good that I heard from other people. And uh, I told them in like the first couple episodes. So Birthday, I believe, was episode number three. Okay, okay. And that's like over a year ago. Yeah, no. Um, almost two years ago. Yeah, and,
2: and then this... This happened quite some time ago. This is at least six to eight months, and I really doubt he heard the podcast. So he, he heard the birthday story somewhere
0: else. From, from someone else?
2: Yes. That's so fantastic. It's, it's, it's floating around there somewhere.
0: Because the, uh, the guy that told me the birthday story, he, he told it often and well. and mm-hmm. uh, well, Like I said, it was one of my inspiration for this project. And one of his hopes is to be in a strange city somewhere someday and hear the birthday story back to him because he mm-hmm. is proliferating it as fast as he can. And in a, in a oh, compelling it, manner.
2: It, it apparently worked because this guy passed it off as truth and, wow. and was not very pleased when I said, hey... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I've heard this. Or like halfway through the story, I was like, Ah, I know, I know where this is going. <laughs> so you know, he pukes, and then the guy falls out of the, the bunk bed and breaks his leg, and, and he's like, "Yeah, How, where'd you hear that?" <laughs> um, I mean, this guy is also known for embellishing the truth, but
0: right. But uh, that's a, that's a whole story that he may have lifted from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Or he may have heard it like through a friend of a friend and thought it was closer than it was. I mean I can't really uh really say for that guy, but No, he He does like to
2: embellish the truth.
0: And but... uh if I remember correctly, the guy that I heard the story from heard it from a roommate of one of the people. So it was already removed maybe one or two two levels. So he I don't believe he can, like, point to a guy and say that's the guy either. It's just a good story that he likes and tells.
2: Okay. Well, you know, it's getting around.
0: Yeah, good. Um, happy to hear it. Yeah. And that does it for this week's show. Thanks to St. Mort for coming on and sharing that story. If you have feelings about this story or any of our stories from the past, head on over to secondhandstorytime.com, where you can leave a comment on our blog. While you're there, you can also subscribe, either through RSS or through iTunes, and find links to the Musician Gummery and the License, which is the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 3.01 Ported License. To like us on Facebook, go to facebook.com secondhandstorytime. To receive show updates through Twitter, go to twitter.com secondhandstory. To write to me directly, the address is will at secondhandstorytime.com. I'd love to hear any feedback you have, but I'm always looking for new stories, so if you have something you think might be good, please let me know. Perhaps, like today, you have a story of someone causing a ruckus at school. Well, that does it for this week's episode. Thanks for listening. We'll have another one next week.